Welcome to the When I Say Go podcast, made by and for the leaders of St. Brain Valley Young Life. In this podcast, we interview some of the greatest heroes that we know in the community, volunteer Young Life leaders. So take your dog for a walk, start folding that laundry, hop on the treadmill, maybe unload that dishwasher. But when I say go, be ready for your mind to be blown. Hello, friends. Here we are, the first ever podcast that we call When I Say Go. There's a little bit of a uh, young life, deeper deeper meaning to that statement. There if really you know, is. Yeah, if you know, you know. Uh, my name is Shet Markinson, and I'm joined by the lovely Lucy Longbottoms over here. Lucy, how are you today? I'm really glad to be here. Shet. 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 It's got, it's S-C-H-E-T-T. Shet. Yeah. Shet. Shet, one more time. Say it it's with us Bulgarian. now. Shet. Shet. Shet, who, who are we joined oh um, my goodness. by today? I'm excited about our guest today. Uh, and also, I don't know if you can tell, this is the first time we've ever done this, so um, we're really just trying to move along here. We're just going um, for it. Our amazing guest that we have the honor to interview today on the podcast is the lovely... Elizabeth Owen, who is the Chief Executive Administrator uh, in, the, yeah, in the St. Rain Valley mm. Young Life area. She, she's also known as the Executive Office Assistant. And um, the area bad. Yep. Yes. A word. A word. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Elizabeth, thank you for being here. In our studio. Thank you for joining us. How how are you feeling right now? Super awkward. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, vulnerability breeds vulnerability. That's We're true. all feeling a little awkward. Okay. Elizabeth, is this your first podcast? I know that you have some books and things like that, so you've probably been on a few others. I've been interviewed once or twice, but this is my very first podcast. Do you remember your job interview? Did we have a job interview for you? No. Okay. For sure not. <laughs> Timmy was like, we need an admin. Can you start at five to ten hours a week? And I was like, let's do it. Yeah, what year was that? I think 2015. 2015. Okay, Broncos just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or we're about to. You had good. just gotten married or no? Yeah, a year before that. Yeah, Timmy had just gotten married. Mm-hmm. Hannah had just graduated high school. Okay. Wow. Uh, we also have another guest in the studio we should probably tell people about. Yeah, I really think it's important that we know that she's here. Yeah, and she has something amazing to share with us. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, that was a Taco Bell taco. Mm. Um, Some ASMR. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It stands, for. It stands it. for something, but it's just when you hear the sound effect really close up. And it does something to your brain? Yeah, some people really like it. Like, Ben, I have a piece of Velcro right here. And... Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's it's like calming. a satisfying thing. Some sounds are not. No. That was it. So, Audrey is also here. Um, and she has a, what do you call that box? So, this is a $5 um, taco box. Because I was sponsored by Taco Bell. Um, and they sent me a free package. As, as an influencer? or Yeah. Yeah, so um, as you know, I'm a social media influencer, and they were like, you know what, we really want to sponsor you today, so they sent me a $5 um, nacho box, and it took about 
five days to ship, which was super good. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Taco Bell. Audrey, what do you call a box that isn't yours? Nacho box. Nice, guys. <laughs> we didn't even rehearse that. No, I didn't know where that was going. Okay, would you guys like to know what ASMR stands for before we continue on with the interview? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, as the admin, I'm assuming you just Googled this for us to make us both look better. Me and Google. Best of friends. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And mm -hmm. what, is the, what is the benefit? Um, Taco Crunch. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but there's just something oddly satisfying about listening to you sounds. Okay. Elizabeth, especially in a microphone. First question. What is one of those sounds for you? Ooh. Um, Audrey has been really into slime off and on for the past few years. And every once in a while, she'll get on a slime kick of like watching stuff on YouTube and learning how to make it and all of that and every once in a while there's some really good ASMR videos of people like crunching slime and like folding it and making an air bubble and then like squishing it and the air yeah. bubble pops. See that you're just making me think of fart noises. <laughs> that's all I ever did with the little slime that comes yeah. in the jar. Like, oh, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There it went. like that. Which, for some people, that might be ASMR, if you're I into it. I think that totally qualifies. My, my toddler, who thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. You know. I'm not sure when children actually outgrow that. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking I have it. We still think it's funny. Alrighty. Okay. Hannah's going to ask you what we think is one of our favorite questions. Okay, Elizabeth, are you ready? I'm ready. If you could have dinner with anyone, mm. dead or alive, who would it be and what would you eat? Mm. Oh. Dead or alive. Okay. Um, it would for sure be the Inklings Literary Society. Uh, C.S. Lewis, Lewis J.R.R. Tolkien, and that whole crew. Um, I just, I would love to imagine what a conversation around a dinner table would look like with those guys. Their, their writing and their style of writing is so mind-blowing to me that it makes me curious to know just what kind of ordinary people they were. Mm -hmm. like, um, at a, like at a British pub. Bangers and mash. Yeah. <laughs> just some, That's what we would have for dinner. Some dark corner of a yep. pub. It's kind of like moist like. in <laughs> building, you know? Yeah, greasy. It kind of, it smells Can like we? Splash Mountain a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you guys tracking? Yeah. When you're in like the cave before you get Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, it's what's awful. that smell? And then you plunge to your death. It's just like steaming humans. Mm -hmm. Steaming humans. That's the smell I imagine as I'm sitting around a dingy pub dinner table. And some oak. With the inklings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm about to regurgitate the taco. <laughs> And as the kids say, Audrey, I'm here for it. Okay? I'm here for it. All right. Here's another one. Was that a good answer? Oh, there's what? actual. Oh, hey. Hey. There's some regurgitation <laughs> happening. Talk coming out. Okay. okay. As we were. Next as question. We were. Um, 
<laughs> Push and plow. E, do you have a weird snack <laughs> that you find yourself returning to often that you're slightly ashamed of? Um, like if people really knew me. Yes. And I would say it could be considered a snack and or a meal. But when I like have a night to myself and I'm, I'm by myself, um, and, and I, it's just full send. I don't care what I'm putting into my body. Um, I will go over to taco palace, the drive through Mexican place on Ken Pratt in the Lowe's (laughs) parking lot. And I will get carne asada fries, the appetizer. Mm, And I will (laughs) eat the entire thing by myself in one sitting. Your daughter is losing. <laughs> I know. She's got the giggles. It's kind of like when you're in church and you're not supposed to laugh. Uh-huh. Or like a funeral. So I I went to I went to Taco Palace and I think I had the most unhealthy burrito I've ever had Ooh, in my life. But it, it was just shoved full of French fries. Oh no, that's <laughs> so good. A French fry burrito. And like your hands and napkins, everything's just wet. Yes. By the end of it with yeah. grease. Try their try their carne asada fries. Mm. It could feed your whole family. We'll have to get them on here. Or as yourself. A, we'll have to get them on here as a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, ta- this, yeah, we had Taco Bell sponsor Audrey. Yeah. Taco Palace? I tacos today. I apologize. Guys, if you haven't tried Taco Palace, it's a drive through Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Not Taco Bell. Like, if you were to go and sit down at an actual local Mexican restaurant, get a full platter of rice and beans and all the things you can have that experience in a drive-through at taco palace which it's surprising there aren't more of those mm-hmm. because it can't take that long to make mexican food no i don't i'm not trying to insult anybody who takes it seriously but yeah it just it just seems like it'd be an easier thing to do besides taco bell unsure okay you ready for another i'm ready okay what are we thinking, Chet? I don't know. We have an arsenal of good questions. We do. We do. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one. Elizabeth, what would you say is an emoji that you use well? Mm, well, up until this week, I thought it was the <laughs> laughing face, the with crying the with the tears. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little behind the curve even though I have a middle schooler who should be keeping me current on all of those things. Um, it just came across my attention this week that the laughing emoji is no longer cool. So I would have said that a week ago if you had asked me. I use that one on the daily. It is always right there in the number one spot um, of recently used emojis. Mm. Uh, so that would have been my first answer. My backup answer is, um, I really like to use the little burst of wind Mm -hmm. as a fart. So like behind behind a dog or yes, or (laughs) yes, I think I appropriately and well timed use that emoji. It, it always good. it always gets good. a good response. And and we're gonna we're gonna ask you one more just just toss up here, okay? Love it. Do you 
Do you consider yourself a travel person? Yes. You like to travel. Yes. Where is just a cool place that's on your on your list? On my radar. And I don't care if it's affordable or not. Well, something you need to know about me is that um, one of my favorite humans on the planet, who would be a close runner-up for the dinner question, mm-hmm. uh, is Rick Steves from PBS. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my dad um, was obsessed with that man. He has a series of shows and books about traveling Europe and I am actually almost finished reading his book about France um, mm. and I have been re-watching his series of videos about France Paris, Normandy Dardogne, French Riviera Burgundy to make I have a two to three week itinerary mapped out in my head of just covering Ooh. the entire country of France amazing yeah are you bringing audrey no (laughs) (laughs) no because the first place audrey and i go international is going to be japan oh that's a true statement what's happening in japan audrey tell us about it well Well, what's not happening in japan is the question well it's you know america boring just so boring it's not not as fun as japan they are just the sweetest people and they keep everything very clean their subway stations are like the cleanest places on earth um and they always wear masks even if it's not covid they still wore masks just because they were very sanitary humans um so that's important to you yes being sanitary (laughs) and having lots of organization is Mm. very important um, they have a lot of really cute things, so they're packaging for, um, like, a snack, like chips, or a drink. is so much more fun-looking than America. So, like, barbecue chips, like the Lay's barbecue chips, mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's so boring-looking. But there, they'll have, like, fun characters on it. It'll be, like, pink and all these fun colors. Yeah. So, they do definitely like that. Really well. They I do, they do. Yeah. fun when I think of Japan. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like they're just, they're here to party. So you could go to Tokyo Disney, yeah, and that, and I like their language and Disneyland Paris. Do you speak when I go to Japanese? I'm learning it. Oh, with Duolingo. Also, thank you, Duolingo, for sponsoring this video. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you guys use code Audrey twenty five, <laughs> you will get fifteen percent off your two week free trial membership on on Duolingo. Duolingo Plus. Go <laughs> go check it out. It's amazing. Yeah. We, we also, um, a- anything we say in this podcast um, needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, okay. E. Yep. Shifting. Yep. This is a Young Pivot. Life Hardship. podcast. Do you remember how you got involved with Young Life? Yes. I um, had heard about Young Life in high school. Uh, the only thing I knew about it was that it was the group that came into the school one night a week and played really weird sort of inappropriate games like putting whipped cream in kids mouths and having other kids eat it out of their mouths like it's just weird like different time first yeah first impression of young life was a really interesting one senior year of high school i went to the local campaigners at an all-boys private school they opened it up to anybody who wanted to come um went there because the boys were just super cute. So that was my first exposure to campaigners. Had a ton of friends in college who were involved in Young Life College and were leaders at local schools in Knoxville. And then 
when I graduated from college and moved to Houston, um, I somehow randomly, which we now know after the fact, nothing is random, somehow randomly got connected with the area director in um, Bay Area, Houston. And he was looking for some young adults to go with them to Frontier Ranch to go to camp for summer. Um, and I was like, sure, I'll go on a free trip to Colorado. And um, that was it. I got to know about a dozen or so high school girls on that trip. So you were a leader? I showed up to the bus not knowing a single soul, got introduced to all my girls at the bus, um, went to camp with them, and just fully dove into the trenches and have been involved with Young Life ever since. Once you get to know kids and their story and you have a relationship with them, you're in. That's it. There's no turning back. So that was in like 2002 down in Houston, and I've been involved in some way or another, either as volunteer or staff since then. Do you still uh, stay in touch with some of those girls that you met for the first time? I do. The bus? Yep. Um, Kendall and Lauren, I text with on probably a quarterly basis. How old are they? They're like um, your age. Okay. Yeah. 22. Like they graduated from high school. Right, exactly. They graduated from high school in like 2008. Oh, okay. A little bit younger than me. A little bit younger than you. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Your age-ish. What What would you say are some of the most rewarding parts? Because you lead here mm-hmm. now with Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. What are some of the most rewarding parts about being a leader? Mm-hmm. Um, community is always the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, Young Life staff and Young Life leaders feel like family to me and committee as well. Um, I love that we do ministry together, but more importantly, we do life together. And that makes doing the ministry all the more fun and real and deep. Um, so community and then knowing that um, it is not time wasted Um, time with kids is time investing with kids is never a waste of time Hmm. even if it doesn't feel fruitful or productive at the time um, I believe that even in the the not exciting moments, that's when God is doing deep, unseen work. Mm-hmm. So community, spending time with kids, um, I've never found anything that is more worthy of an investment of time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, through being a leader, what has the Lord taught you? Hmm. Um, I think one of the cool things about Young Life is that the gospel message and the gospel presentation is so clear and so frequent that it has really helped me have a deeper understanding of the gospel and my own salvation. Um, when you are, you know, over and over trying to 
in roundabout ways and indirect ways explain the gospel to kids, um, you have to examine your own story and your own place and where you fit in the gospel. And so I love that it constantly keeps me rooted in the gospel and examining where I fit in that story. Um, it has also taught me a lot about selflessness and um, how I choose to invest my resources of time. Um, at my season of life, it would be very easy to justify um, needing time and space to myself and for my family and, and this and that. Um, but being a young life leader has really stretched me and pushed me to examine how I can be generous with my time. That's so good. Um, so we've got, hopefully, at least one or two other Young Life leaders will listen to this. Maybe uh, one. Maybe. Yeah. One, I'd be happy with one. If you could give, you know, just, just kind of uh, sharing your expertise for mm. being a leader for a while. If you could give... Uh, you know, the other young life leaders out there are pro tip. Pro hey, tip. Pro tip. Yeah. About leading, about being volunteer. What would that be? Hmm. Well, if I had the time to really think about that, I could probably come up with a dozen or so. But mm. we can give you the time. Because we can just You, you know, could just edit, edit it right this. out. Um, I think my first pro tip, again, it comes back to community, is um, leading is so much easier and frankly, so much more fun when you are in it and rolling deep in relationship with your team. Hmm. Um, choose to be vulnerable and generous with, generous with your time, with your team, and you will form such a deep and rich community that it will make leading feel like um, the icing on the cake. Um, it will make showing up to club and showing up to team meetings and all of those things uh, so much more worth your time when you allow yourself to be in authentic relationship with the people you're doing ministry with around you. Mm, I love that because I often sometimes I step back and I look at my team as if we weren't friends you know mm. so just thinking back on oh what if we we're all assembled in a room and so often you're like this would be the this would be an odd group of people <laughs> mm -hmm. but but like you're saying when you invest in it you're like wow these are actually people I really love yeah and maybe that's just that's probably true of all walks of life and you just actually get to know people mm -hmm. um initially they're like oh they seem super weird yeah like wow i actually really love them yeah it you realize pretty quickly what an awkward dysfunctional family we are but we put the fun in dysfunctional mm. yeah you came up with that we'll just say you came up with that's that. goody that's really good um okay what practices are you going through right now when it comes to your time with jesus mm, good question i after doing just about every devotional there is over the years, I decided this year my approach would be a little bit different. And I actually took 
the advice of my ministry crush, Tim Keller. Um, and he, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Um, he recommended a commentary in one of his other books. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get that. It was like 40 bucks on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically it's just, uh, for every verse in the Bible, there's like a, a half a page to a page worth of backstory and context and commentary just on what that Bible verse is really talking about. So I have been doing a deep dive into Matthew right now. And I've been taking my time doing it really slow, but using this commentary to really sort of just amplify and um, explain just all the context behind what Jesus was doing and saying um, in the book of Matthew. And it has been incredible. There are verses that I've heard my entire life that I now see in a totally new and deeper light um, just from taking the time to do a little extra reading and a little extra digging. Um, and it's been incredible. Is there a, you know, we're talking about reading. Is, is there a book on your shelf mm. or on your nightstand right now that you would recommend to all of our wonderful listeners? Yes. I be related to what you were just talking about, but as I stepped out of bed this morning, I actually looked straight at this book um, and just kind of went, oh, such a good book. Um, it's an oldie but a goodie, and it's called Hind's Feet in High Places by Hannah Bernard. Hannah. Good name. Shout yes. Uh, and it is similar to Pilgrim's progress. I guess it's kind of like an allegorical tale about this girl and this journey. Um, and there are a lot of things that she comes across, um, and a lot of things that happen to her that can be, you know, tied to a lot of the experiences that we have in life as believers. So, um, I bought the beautiful illustrated version. You can get like the boring just word version but I have like the illustrated version that comes with like paintings and stuff inside Mm it Heinz Feet in High Places Heinz Feet Heinz Feet in High Places Hannah Bernard highly recommend it short easy read um but some of the stuff in there will blow your mind I love that on this journey that this girl goes through Hannah do we do we have a final question for E You've been so wonderful. <laughs> you're, you're really a natural. Thank you. Harvey, are you actually going to eat a taco and then put down like a bean burrito? Whatever you got going on there? Well, I am going to eat it, but... Because that would be I remarkable. <laughs> I, I, trust me, I'm hungry, but I don't want to disrupt the... The yeah. conversation. The conversation, yes. Okay. If, she, if she unwrapped that uh, five-layer burrito... That's all you would hear. It, it's all you would hear. <laughs> it would ruin the podcast. So ASMR. we're going to wait. Yes. Mm. We've had enough of you that. You might finish with that. I actually have a question for both of you. Um, just, but it will be a little bit different for each of you. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, I think our listeners should know a, a really fun fact about you. Um, and just 
how much you love like 90s hip-hop would you say that's a true statement that is accurate okay what 90s hip-hop lyrics do you resonate with most today oh wow and sing them for us yeah, it's like a, a motivational phrase. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, my hands from? are sweating. <laughs> <laughs> what well, would you cross stitch today? Oh, well, literally today, I'm still finishing up the cross stitch uh, from DMX that says, Y'all gonna make me lose my, my mind. Up, up in here, here, up in here. here. I think that's late 90s. That might be getting mm-hmm. close to the early 2000s. It's right there. It's right there. Okay. That that would be the one. Um, <laughs> Who's the y'all in that? Y'all, uh, children. <laughs> my offspring. And just all the crazy people on social media. They are going to make me lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. What's the question for Audrey? Audrey, you are in eighth grade, correct? Yeah. How's that going? Terrible. Oh, terrible. Oh, I don't dang. like school. Okay. Or my teachers. Teachers. Dang. Oh, they might be listening. Audrey, we might well, have to do a deep dive um, offline. Audrey, I for sure <laughs> thought as an eighth grader you were going to say, I absolutely love school. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, and 2020 has made it even more so. <laughs> well, it turns so you- out. <laughs> though I have some pretty terrible teachers. Oh. Okay. I hope no. they're not listening. Dang. Well, that wasn't actually well, the real question, but uh, well, I was just kind of testing the well, waters. That's, that's Good to know where we're coming bad. from. Um, Audrey, you are a middle school kid. The people listening to this podcast are people that hang out with middle school and high school kids. Mm. What is something that your leaders, even if they're a high school leader, maybe they're cool and they know things, but what do we need to know about the world you are living in today? Like, what songs do we need to know? Are there dance moves we need to know? What stress are you under that we need to know? So we can love you better. Well, if I ever have a different leader other than my mom, because, <laughs> you know, she's my leader. But um, if I have another leader like Margot or just anyone else, um, I think they would probably need to know my favorite food, my favorite color, my favorite animal, my favorite thing to do um just all the ton of a ton of random facts so they can learn me better so is there any music that i need to be listening to one direction for sure one direction one yeah. direction mm. is still in oh yeah oh yeah one day okay is there yeah. anything else i need to know i recently was taught about i need to not wear side part skinny jeans in the laughing crying emoji anything else <laughs> Like, do I need to listen to, like, Driver's License? I've heard that song is... Don't listen to that song ever. It's it's terrible. Oh, okay. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't know why people like it. It's a terrible song. <laughs> One star rating. I'm sorry, but it's... I'm sorry. I did not mean to offend you, but... Okay, so we just, as a leader, <laughs> we just need to know the fun fact, the, the fast facts about you. Favorite food, favorite animal, favorite color. Mm-hmm. We just got to get to know you. We just need to get to know you. That's what you think leaders need to know. Hey, yeah. take time, figure out what I like. So you don't think it's creepy if a leader's like, what's your favorite clothes? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite song? Well, if what's they your ask- favorite food? <laughs> okay. If they if, ask like that, it's if creepy. If they ask like that, it's creepy. If they're like, hey, like, I want to get to know you. Like, what's, what are some things, like, 
that I want to know about you. Like, what's your favorite color? Stuff like that. But not if they're asking, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite animal? <laughs> but also, <laughs> I think everybody likes to talk about themselves. For sure. So, well, like, I would never deny somebody that's like, hey, what's your favorite food? Because mm. you want to, like, tell them about what you're into. Or movie. So, Audrey, are you... I think what you're really saying is that you just want to be known. Is that yeah. accurate? Mm. Mm. Maybe, yeah. maybe the superficial things, of what you like and what you don't like, but maybe also just the deeper inner workings of your heart and your mind and all of that. Well, yeah, but I also want like. Free food. <laughs> well, free food. of Starbucks. course, of course, free food. Uh, we love that. Um, but like for other people to share the things that I'm sharing to them so then we can connect and we can find out what we have in common and stuff like that. So relationship. Relationship. Yeah. That's good. That's good. We're not on that. This is, it just felt like a real young life moment. It did. Um, so might as well just and on a high note. Hey, thank you for being here. It's good to be here. You're great. I am Thanks looking for forward to Everyone else in the St. Brain Valley Young Life community making a complete fool of themselves on this podcast. Hey now. I cannot wait to listen <laughs> to what Ben and Hannah put you through. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. That's it for When I Say Go. Till next time. Till next time. I am Jack Market Chip. Oh, he's Jack now. <laughs> I'm. Rose Titanic <laughs> for Jack and Rose. 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 From Jack and Rose. We'll see you next time. <laughs>